morning, everybody. Uh, one of the Chevra asked how careful we should be about putting on talis and tefillin before walking into shul. Uh, it seems that there are people who are machmed about this, but there are plenty of people who are not machmed about this. So where does this come from, and uh, why is it important? Is it important? Does it make any sense to go to shul, get your talis and tefillin out of the shul, put them on outside, and then go back into shul once you've already been there? Is there any maila to walk to shul with a talis on Shabbos? Um, or is there any matter to walk home from shul uh, with a uh, with a talis? Have you ever seen Rav Meir Goldvik walks to shul and back from shul, even in uh, Chutzlars with a uh, with a talis? So the Shulchan Aruch writes in Simchav Hesif Beis Mishu Zara B'Talis Katan. If a person is careful about wearing tzitzis, you'll b'shanu put on your talis katan via niach tefillin and put on tefillin b'beiso in your house. V'yelech lavush b'tzitzis u'muchta b'tefillin le'beisaknesas, and then that way you can walk to shul already wearing. Tzitzis and Tfilin, Visham Yisate Petalis Gadol. And there, once you're in Shul, you'll put on the Talis Gadol. So the Ramah just adds that Va'olam Nagu, the Satif Af Petalis Gadol Kodem, Ulivari Chalav, Va'acharkach Maniachatul Vahalech Besaknesses. The Ramah says that our Minig is that we put on the Talis Gadol at home also, not just Talis Katan, Talis Gadol and Tfilin, and then walk to Shul. So Magin Avram, in this Simul Chavesh of Katan Gimel, points out that if you look in the Beis Yosef, the source for this uh, Halal is not a Gemara anywhere in Shas, it is a Zohar in Parshas Veschanan that says that a person is supposed to leave his house and walk to Shul wearing Talis and Tefillin, and since the Zohar says to leave the house with Tefillin, so uh, the, in Shulchan Archerah, the Alter Rebbe points out that walking to Shul apparently is also part of the minute. It's not just to wear Tefillin before entering the Shul, but it's the walk to Shul. However, the Alter Rebbe says that the minute can nevertheless be partially fulfilled, even if you don't walk to Shul with the Talis and Tefillin, but you put it on before entering the shul. So it seems to be that there are three elements of this hakpada of the Zohar. First, leaving the house while wearing talis and tefillin. Second, walking to shul, the actual walk toward shul, wearing talis and tefillin. And third, entering the shul for the first time, already wearing talis and tefillin. And it seems that a fulfillment of any of those elements is at least a partial kiyum of this idea of the Zohar. Now, the simple reading of the Mechaber is that a person is supposed to walk into shul only wearing talis katan and tefillin, and then to put on talis gadol. Now, that would mean that the proper order is that we put on our tefillin before our talis gadol, um, you know, because uh, that's how uh, that's how it would work out. Obviously, if you're putting on your tefillin at home, and then in uh, in shul, you put your you put your talis gadol on. So, in such a case, if a person, let's say, opened up his talis bag at home and he first uh, touched his talis gadol, it's not a problem of vein mavir al mitzvos or mitzvah bal al by bypassing the talis gadol because it's not yet time for the talis gadol. The time for the talis gadol is once he gets to shul, so he's allowed. to to, to put aside the talis gadol, put on his uh, his his tefillin, and then leave the talis gadol until he gets to shul. That's what the Mishmur writes in Sifkat and Tess. Va'afal pisheba ha'talis gadol yado kodem sheiniach ha'tefillin ain't sarich lesatif po So even though you, you're holding the talis gadol already, you don't have to be mesatif in the in the house. Kivan shein daito love shokan because it's not yet time to put on the talis gadol. That happens when you get to shul, according to the mechaber. Now the idea in general that we put on the talis gadol before we put on tefillin is as follows. The Aruch HaShulchan writes in Simul Chafei, Sif Aleph, he quotes from Beis Yosef, that after a person puts on his Talis Gadol, he should put on Tefillin because Malin Bakodesh. That typically, Tzitzis go before Tefillin because Tefillin is a 
Tavash of Kedusha, is a Tashmisha Kedusha, whereas uh, Tzitzis is Tashmisha Mitzvah. So the Kasha they ask on the base Yosef is the Radraba, since Tfilin is more Makudash, Makudash Vashayna, Makudash, Makudash Kodem. The Gemara Mesachas Vachim has a more well known uh, Din Kadima of Tadir Vashayna, Tadir, Tadir Kodem. But on the very same Amud, it says that Makudash Vashayna, Makudash, Makudash Kodem. It's in Menachas as well, Menachas Tav Mem Tesem Beis. So uh, the, and the, the Gemara tries to figure out Makudash Vitadir, which one is Kodem? Let's say you have one thing that's more Tadir and the other that's more Makudash. For example, Talis and Tvilin. Talis you do every single day, Tvilin you don't do every single day, so it's less Tadir, but Tvilin is more Makudash. And the Gemara leaves that as an Abayi Deliv The Gemara says that they're equals, pretty much, that there's no way to determine which one is, uh, is better. So how could you say that, uh, that we're Malin, Bakodash? What about Makudash Vashayna Makudash? So the Beis Yosef is, um, the, the, uh, the, the Shulchan explains that, uh, that it is, we do apply Malin Bakodash, because since it's a stalemate between Tadir and Makudash, so the deciding factor is Malin Bakodash. Since you have a stalemate between Makudash Shashayna Makudash, which would tell you to put on Tefillin first, and you have Tadir Vashayna Tadir, which would tell you to put on Talis first, so the, the, uh, the way to resolve that is Malin Bakodash, is by first putting on Talis and then doing Tefillin, that's the Kozvash Shlishi Hamech Riyabinim. That's in general, when you're putting them all on at the same time, but if you're not putting them all on at the same time, the Beis Yosef says it's perfectly fine that if you're going to put on tefillin at home, and then you'll put on talis and shul. The Ramba, however, as we pointed out before, says that nowadays we put on the talis gadol before we put on tefillin, and all of that is before we walk to shul. So the Aruch HaShulchan writes that he thinks there's no real machlokas between the Mechaber and the Ramah. When the Shulchan Aruch says that Mishu Zayr B'Talus Katan should put on the Talus Katan in, at home and only put on the Talus Gadol in shul, he means that the Zohar uh, tells us to come to Beis HaKnesses already wearing tzitzis and tefillin, but we have a practical problem, and that is that how can you walk in the public streets with uh, Gayim and everything wearing a Talus Gadol? It's going to be something that's going to make you the target of anti-Semitism and everything else. So well, how are you supposed to be? Mukhtar Betalus and Tefillin as you walk through the streets. So the Mechaber's Eitzah is, okay, so don't put on Talus Gadol, and you could still be Mukhtar Betalus Ut because you have a Talus Katan, and the Tefillin you could cover up with something that doesn't have to be so obvious. And then when the Ramah says that Ha'olam Nagul Esatef Af Betalus Gadol, that we put on Talus Gadol, uh, even before we go to Shul, that's talking, he's not disagreeing with the Beis Yosef, he's talking if you live in a uh, in in, in a, a society where you're only surrounded by Jews and you don't have to worry about walking in public wearing a talus, so good, so better wear a talus. But really, they agree. So ideally, they both agree that the talus the talus gadol should be worn, but it just wasn't always so practical to walk out in public with a talus gadol. So Mechaber was dealing with the problem that if you can't yet put on your talus, then maybe you shouldn't put on your tefillin either. And he says, no, don't worry about that because you have a talus katan, so that's fine. And then the Ramah says, but if you live in uh, Krakow, where everybody's... I don't know what the situation was, but if you live in a, in a place where everybody's Jewish and you don't have to worry about it, so then you can put on the Talos Gadol first. So it sounds like it's black and white in Shulchan Aruch, based on the Zohar, that a person is supposed to put on a Talos and Tefillin at home, or at the very least, so the way the Aruch HaShulchan understands, at least Talos Katan and Tefillin at home, and then only put on Talos Gadol Shul. So why don't you know anyone that does this? So there are several exceptions to this Hakpada. The Magen Avram and Simul Chafei points out that in those area where areas where 
non-Jews are found in the street, they don't wear the talis gadol until they arrive at the chatzar beis haknesas. Okay, that would only explain not wearing the talis gadol. It would not explain uh, not to, not wearing the tefillin. The mishabura, as well as the Alter Rebbe in Simen Chavhei uh, Oschas, writes that if a person knows for sure that they're going to be walking through filthy areas, you're going to be walking through a makom matunav, so then you shouldn't be wearing tefillin either until you get to the chatzar beis haknesas, um, because uh, you don't want to walk through such a such a place wearing tefillin. He says that that's the reason almost nobody maintains the minog of walking to shul wearing talis and tefillin, even though we can cover the tefillin in mavuas hamutzinafos, since our batim are very large, we're concerned that we're not going to be able to cover them properly. When they have these tiny little batim that they would wear, like, uh, you know, like some people in the old city wear, uh, who wear tefillin all day, or wear tefillin at Mincha, Hanan Binyu was here on visiting day, so he noticed at Mincha, he puts on these tiny, uh, tiny pair of tefillin. So if you had a tiny pair of tefillin, that was easier to cover. But our batim are much, are much bigger, and it's not so easy to cover. And therefore, we don't put on tefillin before we walk through the streets. So Mishabura writes, Ayin b'achron shakasum mashkum kodumar aboker, Another exception to the rule is if you come to shul really early. You come to shul before the zman of talis and tefillin. So then you're not going to put on talis and tefillin before you come to shul. The whole zohar doesn't apply. Because akati lamata zman chiyuva. But kishayeh or hayom says the mishabura yoter tov sheyetzi lechatzer beis haknesses v'yuvasham shom v'yichnas acher kach lebeis haknesses. He says all of this just explains why we don't go through the streets. But the mishabura says better to go out to the chatzer beis haknesses put it on there, and then come back into shul once the zman arrives. Should a person hurry to shul without first putting on talis and tefillin in order to be part of the asara harishonim, the, the first ten of the minion, meaning the, 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 there are two hidurim over here. You have the hidur of going to shul wearing talis and tefillin, and then you have another hidur that there's a great maila in being one of the te- first ten people at a minion. So the El Yerabah quotes a Makar Chaim in the name of the Arizal, that it's better to be part of the first ten of the minion. However, the Magin Avram writes in the name of the Arizal, both in the name of the Arizal, Magad Avram writes in the name of the Arizal, better to put on Talis and Tefillin beforehand. So Rav Ram Dov Mibachach, in the back of the Shulchan Aruch, in the Yeshul Avram, Mibachach says that really it's better to be Me'asari Rishonim, and the Arizal may have done differently because of uh, personal circumstances of uh, whatever uh, whatever situation he had with his neshama that he understood that it had to be different. But really, the Arizal held that it's better to be Me'asar Rishonim. But the, the whole discussion of comparing it to being Me'asar Rishonim tells you that the whole thing's a hidur, that it's not a chiyuv, right? Meaning if it were a chiyuv, just like there's no chiyuv to be Me'asar Rishonim, right? Uh, we don't cap minyanim at 10 people and say, okay, next, next minyan has to start forming because everyone has an obligation to be of the, the first ten. No, so it's a, it's a hidur. So this also is a hidur. Um, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the schar for doing this is uh, highlighted by the Zohar. The Zohar writes that Omar Rabbi Narayis as hadna alman did nafik mitra beisei bu'utva de mitzvah tefillin bereishei b'shaitid de nafik b'in train tarin is damna shechinta alei retrain malach and dakayamin alei chad mi yeminei v'chad mi smalei but what essentially means is that a person leaves his house with his talis and tefillin, the, uh, the, the shechina walks with him, as well as two malachim, one on his right, one on his left, and they are mevarichim, and that's uh, this, this, uh, this passage in the Zohar is called Darchim Moshe, and then it says that the malach that's mekatrig is then forced to uh, answer amen, 
listening to the blessings of the other malachim. So even your enemies are going to have to acknowledge, uh, you know, bracha to you in this uh, in this context. Now, practically, the widespread uh, minig today is to no longer be super careful about this minig and to put talisans filling on in shul. So uh, the the piskei chuvos in uh, Ozvav, in Simchav Hei Ozvav, uh, says probably because uh, the streets are dirty and the tefillin would have to be covered um, and there's so much uh, pretzels in the streets, but even today uh, the the maybe enter, before entering the main sanctuary in the morning, Piskei says probably better to put on talis and tefillin in an adjacent room to the main sanctuary of the shul and only then to enter the uh, the main sanctuary. Um, that's what uh, the, the acronym uh, the, the acronym all quote. That was uh, and that was the, the minute of many of the uh, many of the gedolei of the gedolei Israel. Um, now, uh, the if it, 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 the argument could be made that the reason why most people don't do that and many gedolei Israel also don't do that is that the way the minute is recorded in the Zohar is to do everything, meaning is to do put on the talisman tefillin at home and leave your home, walk to shul and enter the shul muhtar b'talisman tefillin, and maybe if you can't do all of those things, you don't have to do any of those things. And therefore, uh, it seems that most of Klal Yisrael just puts on talisman tefillin in the shul itself. Now, is a person allowed to, uh, is a person supposed to also leave the shul wearing talisman tefillin? Meaning, let's say you put on talisman tefillin in an adjacent room. Uh, so should you also take them off in an adjacent room? So the Atar Zikainim on the side of the shul quotes in the name of the Zohar that Keshem should tzarich li kareis the Beis HaKnesses muhtar b'tfilin kach tzarich lotzeis mi Beis HaKnesses muhtar b'tfilin he quotes from the Zohar that you should leave also wearing the tefillin. Other poskim, however, the Shari Tshuva in Simul Chav Ches Oz Beis quotes in the name of the Shalmei Tzibur that Shalom Matzah b'shum makom b'azor shehizr b'zeh I see that Achronim are quoting it from the Zohar but if you actually open up the Zohar, it doesn't say it. It doesn't say anywhere in the Zohar that you have to leave the shul wearing uh, the talisman tefillin, and he points out it's not found in Kisvei Arizal either. So in the two primary texts of Kabbalah, we don't find uh, such a hakpada. In the Kitzer Hashla, he quotes the minog of leaving the shul with the talisman tefillin, and says that it's based on what Chazal tell us, that the Pasuk of Chanum Al Hashem Savlireyav refers to tefillin bismolo umezuzah biyamino. So you need to go back into your house where there's a mezuzah. I mean, the idea of leaving the shul is not so much leaving the shul with talisman tefillin, it's about going back into your house with talisman tefillin, because when you go back into your house, the mezuzah will be on your right side, the tefillin will be on your left hand, and then you'll be surrounded by mitzvahs, similar to what we have by, uh, by Ner Hanukkah, right? Where a person is surrounded by mitzvahs. That, and that would mean that there's no benefit to walking out of the Beis HaKnesses into the Chatzar Beis HaKnesses with, uh, with talisman tefillin, because uh, a shul doesn't have a mezuzah anyway, and when you leave and even if it did, when you leave the shul, they would both be on your left side, right? So it wouldn't, uh, wouldn't make sense anyway when walking out of the shul, unless you're going to like a kiddush room of the shul, which likely does have a mezuzah, and that will be on the right side, and then you can fulfill this, uh, this idea. So uh, what about in Shabbos and Yom Tov? So should a person come to shul wearing their talis gadol, if they're mekayim this minag in general, does it apply if you don't have tefillin and all you have is a talis? So some poskim, uh, Rechaim Falaji, in the Kafachaim in uh, Simen Chav Os Chav 
quotes such a minag, but he says that there's no need to come to shul wearing a talz gadol on days that you're not wearing tefillin, because the main thing of the Zohar is about the tefillin, that uh, the Zohar's main akpada was about the tefillin. However, in the Ma'asik Lekolamachnos and in the Yalkut Ruveni and Pasha Shlach, they say that the custom is to even uh, just wear a talis uh, to shul on Shabbos and Yom Tov as well, and he su- the Ma'asik Lekolamachnos suggests that they did that because of the issue of carrying on Shabbos, and it's not really related to the Zohar, uh, and there were just no Yom Tov to Shabbos that they would also wear a talis on Shabbos, they just didn't, uh, you know, because of, uh, of a place that didn't have an Eruv, or people didn't want to be uh, Somich on the Eruv, that's where that really came from. Um, the, uh, however, the Yalkut Ruveni thinks, no, that it's actually an Indian according to that Zohar. So, in summary, uh, there is this practice that's based on the Zohar to wear a talis and tefillin, the practice as described by the Zohar and by the Mechaber and the Ramah is to have talis and tefillin put on in your home and then going to shul and into shul with the talis and tefillin. Um, nevertheless, the, uh, the Shulchan Archarav says even a partial, and, and the Mishabura says, a partial fulfillment of that minog is also good. That uh, inclu- and that would mean putting on talis and tefillin in a chatzer, in, in an adjacent room. But it seems that the uh, minog of many, many, many people is that if you're not going to fulfill the minog fully, that we don't even fulfill the minog partially. And uh, certainly when it comes to uh, leaving the shul, there are some steers about what the Arizal said. And uh, probably you don't have to be mocked about leaving shul and talis and tefillin. And certainly when it comes to Shabbos and Yom Tov, although there are some poskim that think that there's that there's a uh, mile in doing so it likely is only related to Hotsala issues and not related to this uh, to this particular concern or Maila of the Zohar and just to remind ourselves that the whole issue is not that of Chiyuv, it is one of Hidur, similar to being uh, Me Asara Harishon Yeah